Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We like to do our little ranking, too. Oh, my God. What are you doing? What is he doing? I'm dancing. Okay. It's a salt and pepper shaker. Uh, yeah, I know. That's not what you had this salt and pepper shaker before. <laughs> Top teams in the National Football League. Commish, while he's over there doing that, <laughs> give me your tease. What, we going from three to one? Yes. All right. Give me, give me three to one. Uh, I'm going one to three. Okay. I think the best team in, in either league is the San Francisco 49ers. And when they're healthy, if they can get healthy, I heard McCaffrey's injury may not be as, as serious as first thought. If they're healthy, they're the best team, hands down, in my opinion. Um, I think they're going to walk through the, the NFC. And whoever faced them for the AFC is going to be the disadvantage, I believe. And the caveat is always, if they stay healthy. After that, it's not the Bills this time for me, who I really do like, and I think it's a really good team. I think it's the Dolphins. I just think there's just so they're so loaded uh, with speed and just things that you, you can't teach. They, their offensive weapons are amazing, and two is having a, an MVP like season. I know it's only six games. You know what else we forgot about? What they're going to get Jalen Ramsey back too. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So you know your quarterbacks playing at an MVP level. You got all these stars on the team. You got the you know the best wide receiver in football. Your running back is a track star. I mean, they just absolutely can put. They can drop forty or fifty in anybody if they wanted to. I'm convinced. I mean, who's this? The Dolphins. Yeah. And then I think my my number three, who's a five and one team, the Ravens are going to face this weekend. The Detroit Lions. I got a couple of things where it looked like I got in my back pocket. Anybody see what that is? Is that a guy? I think that's a five. I got something else here. It's fucking five. Five, gentlemen, that's an outstanding job. Hey, you know, we all made fun when he came, burst on the scene. I mean, he was man was an NFL tight end. But he's a goober. I think he's led that team to first place in that division, though. So rich, they didn't recognize a five dollar bill. What's this world coming to? <laughs> I really believe that he is. It, they've created a really good team there that no one is used to, and they're not taking them seriously enough uh, right now. I just think it, they've always had an offense. They've been really prolific offensively, and, but now they've got this. You know, statistically, I think the seventh best defense in the NFL. So they're very physical. They're really good at offense, and they've got a top ten defense now. So that to me is a that's a team to reckon with the NFC. Well, well, sure, Jeremy. I'm going, not going in the same order. You going three to one? I'm going three to one. How do you like that? My number three team is the Kansas City Chiefs, and I don't have two of Ed's teams in my top three. How do you like that. them apples? 
I'm taking the Chiefs here. And, and granted, look, I know things haven't looked great. I'm surprised they've played better on the defensive side of the ball than they have on offense. Their one loss comes to that Lions team at the beginning of the year when they had their hiccup. Um, the weird thing about them is it's it's hard to leave them off of any list because they have that cat at quarterback. He's so freaking good. No matter how much time's left in the game, you always feel like he's going to bring you back. I think ultimately they figure out some of the things that are going on with their offense uh, by the end of the season. Does that mean they get back to the Super Bowl? I'm not saying that, but I do think they're the third best team in the league. Uh, any mention of the fact that no big enemy, a little sluggish on offense? Um, I don't know that that's the case. I mean, like, do you think Washington's offense has taken off with him? Different talent. They, yeah, it's fair enough. Um, and I've heard a lot of people praising him for how Washington's offense has looked thus far, but. No, I think Andy Reid's going to be just fine. He was fine before Vietnamese. He'll be fine after him. Um, I just think some of it's personnel, injuries, and, you know, they got teams have seen them long enough now. Eventually, teams are going to start to figure out some of your tendencies and things you like to do. My number two, the Philadelphia Eagles. Whenever you, you lose, you want to take accountability and ownership. Even after a win, we, we're going to hold each other accountable because we're trying to grow, and we, we got a standard around here. And today, we didn't play up to that standard. We know who we are. And we have to, you know, go back into the practice field and, and start working on our corrections and again one percent better every day and make sure that we protect the ball. That last guy was AJ Brown, right? No, that, no, that was, was Jason Kelsey. Yeah, Jason Kelsey, uh, AJ Brown, then Jordan Mailetta. So I, I still think this Eagles team is very good. They had a hiccup against the Jets. We saw mm-hmm. that. They went all the way out west, came all the way back. The Jets tip your cap. Jalen Hurts didn't have a great game. When you get down to the brass taxes with all these teams. They have arguably the best offensive line in football. They have a great defensive line. They can get stops. They can score against anyone. I think in the end, they're going to be one of those teams in the NFC Championship going up against my number one team, who is the San Francisco 49ers. Make no mistake about it. They can pay all these. They've got the t- like when you talk about paying top players along the defensive side, they have pass rushers that are paid as the top end guys, defensive tackles, a middle linebacker that's paid like one of the best in the league. You've got a wide receiver that's paid like one of the best, a tight end. A, a running back that's the highest paid running back in the league. How are they able to do that? Because they have Mr. Irrelevant at quarterback, and the guy typically gets it done for him. He fits into their system. You, it's like plug and play there. Now, they they did lose to the Browns, which I get. It's a tough defensive team. Um, they had some injuries going along in that game. But in the very end, like this year, barring any cata- you know, uh, catastrophic injuries, I think you fully expect them to be back in the NFC Championship, and I expect them to be at the Super Bowl. Yeah, real quick, we got about a minute and a half left. Why, um, on your top three, why no Eagles? I don't think the I think the Eagles have you know some dents in their armor. I just don't think they were as good as they were for some reason. I don't know what it is. It's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I think Cowboys are really going to win that division come the end of the season. Jeremy, why no Dolphins? I love Mike McDaniel. He's my favorite coach in the league. I've been screaming about this guy for a long period of time. I don't trust their defense. I just don't. Like do you, An offense like that, once once the season goes along, people get to see more and more of it on film. I'm not saying you can stop some of those plays with Tyreek Hill. The guy's already got 1,000 yards. I really like that team. I don't think they end up winning their division. Um, and I, I, I felt like it was pretty alarming what the Bills did to them in that one game. And granted, it's a singular game. It's on the road. But we shall see if their defense holds up. The Jalen Ramsey news with him coming back is going to make them a lot better. But even then, he's not solving all their problems they have on that side of the ball. 410-583-1057, that's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. The voice of the Orioles, Kevin Brown, will join us at 930. But on the other side, Jeremy Garn, 
It's uh, Daily Line. Yeah, we'll get into the Daily Line. I'll tell you what went right, what went wrong yesterday. I was feeling good about that Phillies game until it opened up. 10 nothing win for them. I had the under in that game. I love tonight's baseball game. We'll talk about that. I'll also get into some of the college match up, uh, matchups and a little NHL here as well. That's coming up next here on The Fan. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Big Bad Daily Line. Sponsored by FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. From the money line to the point spreads to player props, make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. 105.7 The Fan. Swung on, hit in the air, right center field. That one is walloped. It is gone! Into the Phillies' bullpen. Second home run of the night for Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, I didn't get much right last night. To be fair, there weren't many games, but uh, yeah. I like Dallas in the NHL. They lost in overtime. I like the Phillies under. That was 10 to nothing. (laughs) What was the over under? (laughs) uh, Seven and a half. (laughs) Which again? So they to, did it by themselves. Yeah, they handled they handled business uh, themselves. And just going back to last night's game, God, I missed my glasses. Um, so yeah, they in the sixth inning, four runs. In the what was it? Seventh inning, four runs. It was two nothing headed into the bottom of the sixth, and then the floodgates opened up with the Phillies just getting after that Arizona Diamondbacks bullpen. Had Western Kentucky, who was leading by seven, and then again, I don't know what happened in the second half. They just said, ah. Eh. We don't want to score, and you guys can't make us. So they lost outright to Jacksonville State. An ugly day for me. The only thing that I got right yesterday was one of my NHL games. I had an underplay in the Philly game, but nice. Anyway. Dallas lost in a shootout. Yeah, they lost in overtime. Well, it was it wasn't a shootout after overtime, right? Yeah. 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 So, again, <laughs> just another frustrating one, but it was a great game if you got a chance to watch it. Now, there's not a lot today. At all. So I, I'll read you everything that we have and kind of talk about it, and I'll do baseball last. There's two hockey games tonight. Now, remind me, Ed, last season was Wednesday the light night? Yeah. Okay. Tuesday's heavy, Thursday's heavy. Yeah, Thursday's a light night in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday's usually kind of a lighter night in the NBA. Um, Wednesday, usually get the full slate in the NBA, and we get a lighter night in the NHL. So Ottawa is a 170 favorite over Washington. Playing the Caps, right. And Detroit is even money against Pittsburgh, who's minus 120 on the road. If I had a lean there, I'd go with Detroit at even money. I'm not picking an NHL game tonight. There's only one thing that I really mm-hmm. like tonight. That's it. That's the baseball game. And that's all I'm going to play tonight. Um, you can have some same-game parlays with it, all that stuff. But I don't know if you see anything, Ed, that you like here. But there's, I hate giving people – I'm not giving you any advice except I wouldn't bet these games. Yeah, that's, that's right. it. That's, well, that's it, too. You have two. I mean, I would bet hockey. There's going to be two to choose from. Um, I do like Detroit, though. I think they're. I don't know what the uh, if there's a line at all on that game. They may be plus one hundred. They're even money. They're, that's what I thought. But they, but they still have identical records right now. I, I think the Red Wings have just come on the last couple of years, and they were. I talked about them with you guys for the last couple of seasons. They've got the same guy in their front office that built the Lightning Dynasty. 
where the Lightning had all these incredible draft mm-hmm. picks year after year. I think that's what he's done in Detroit. They're going to be good for a while. All right, so there you go. Detroit could be an interesting spot. College football, there's two games tonight, and again, they're not they're not great games. The one lean I would have, and it's strictly that, a lean would be UTEP plus three at home against New Mexico State University. Uh, we also have Sam Houston State taking on FIU. Um, Sam Houston State does have some issues scoring at times. That's why their total is 41. I think you could look at the under there if you want to bet it. I just don't think these are great games to bet at all. Now, let's focus in on the Major League Baseball game because there's a lot that I love here. Uh, And I've already seen in some places the total has gone up to 9.5. I'd bet the over right now. Uh, I I think this one goes over the total. There's no weather issues. They're closing the dome in Texas. Um, I think Max Scherzer gets lit up tonight. I think Christian Javier gets lit up tonight. He's a fly ball pitcher. I think we see these offenses just go off. And then there's some gamesmanship on how they work the bullpens. I don't know how you can trust Max Scherzer with how he's looked this season, let alone coming off of a significant injury. So that's kind of where I stand. I love the it's over. It's kind of a curious place to put him back in the rotation, you know what I mean? And watch him shine, too. Like, I'm, I'm sitting here telling you all these reasons mm-hmm. to bet against him. Same way, like, I tell people, I was getting into it with a guy. who was like, oh, nice call about the, the under in the baseball game. You said the ball wouldn't carry. Didn't look like they had any problems with home runs. Guys. When I'm giving you the weather, I'm telling you historically what typically happens in games like this, that it's harder to hit home runs. There's never a situation where it's like, there's no way they're hitting a home run. Like, I'll say, I'll say, like, it's going to be unbelievable. Out. You, you said that that day, though. You said there's, there's no, no way. They hit a home run, home run ever. No effing way. I'll quit if they hit a home No, I didn't say that. But um, let me give you the, the, the hitters today and how we should be looking at the um, this game since I do think it's going to be uh, pretty much offense. The number one hitter on today's slate is Corey Seager, followed up by Jordan Alvarez, Marcus Semyon, Adelise Garcia, then Kyle Tucker, Jose Altuve, Mitch Garver, Evan Carter, Bregman, Nathaniel Lowe, and Leotis Tavares to, to, to map it out. But uh, lots of Texas bats up top. I think both offenses go off. Um, so I'll be taking the over there. I do think it's the right side. I think Seager's a great play today against a fly ball righty. Um, Jordan's always a great play against Scherzer, who I think my only concern with Jordan is that he ends up getting walked a couple times today because he's been hot. Um, and I think you're going to start to see that with Arizona and Philly, too. But pick your poison. Who do you want to walk? You want to walk Castellanos? You want to walk Schwarber? You want to walk Harper? Yeah. You want to walk Turner? <laughs> they're all hitting. And, and Bryson Stott, they're all hitting. So um, I think it's really a tough spot. And that would be my only play, my favorite play, Houston and Texas over the nine that I see now, but there are some nine and a halfs out there. So there you go. There you go, Jeremy Kahn. Let's go out to the phone lines. Rosedale to get Antonio. What's up, Antonio? Good morning. Morning. How are you, man? Good. Um, why can't the Ravens get their running game going? Is the problem the offensive line, the running backs, or not committing to the run? And you guys have a wonderful hump day Wednesday. You too. Um, it's a great question. I don't think they're setting up the run very well, to be honest with you. Um, I think they're running between – I think Ed pointed it out, and then I looked at it myself, running guard to guard, I tackle to tackle. <laughs> Everything is between the guard and the other guard. That's it. Um, I don't think that's the recipe for success. Yeah, I want to look up some of the NFL. So the one thing I would say is that 
Um, and I'm not trying to give them a pass on anything because I did say I thought they'd be able to run against the Browns, even though the Browns had a great run defense because Lamar coming in kind of changes things. You face Cincy, you face Pittsburgh. Uh, you face Houston, who surprisingly had a pretty good defense, I thought. I thought it was better than what most people yeah. would expect, and then the Ravens pulled away in the second half like they were supposed to. The Colts have a, a better run defense than you want to give them credit for. Um, so it may, maybe part of that's it. And Tennessee does have a really good run defense. I just thought the Ravens were very predictable in that game. And maybe that's just because they're telling you that Tennessee wasn't going to beat them, but it did become a one-possession game in the fourth quarter. Joe LaCroix's encore at 945. Don't go anywhere you want to hear that. But on the other side, we're talking some baseball. Get his perspective on the league championship series from Kevin Brown, voice of the Orioles on the fan. I just want to see the dance again. Joe, let me down with the Joe go. <laughs> Shake them shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> the new Brown came on and Joe gave me a dance. A little shimmy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't unsee that. <laughs> Joining us right now, he is the voice of the Baltimore Orioles on Masson, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline. He is Kevin Brown. What's going on, Kevin? Uh, I'm not dancing. That's what's going on. You're not dancing? You're drinking? It's too early for bourbon. Can't, never too uh, early for bourbon. Is it? I don't yeah. <laughs> know what's going on in there. I don't know. Can I throw a music question at Kevin Go Brown? right ahead. Go right so ahead. So somebody said that uh, Journey's, uh, what was their big hit in the 80s? What's the one I'm thinking of? Don't Stop don't Believing. Don't Stop Believing? Yes. That song, which became like kind of a generational song, because Sopranos. Are, yeah, well, no, it was before that. But the Sopranos also. No, I mean, that's what brought it back. But the point is that that's there's... That's my point, but good. It was a generational song. Like, everybody knew it. So the point is everybody's saying that Mr. Brightside from The Killers should be our generation's song. How do you feel about that, Kevin? Well, I, I don't want to speak on behalf of the whole generation, but I have noticed that... Mr. Brightside sure seems to get played at a lot of sporting events, and the crowd sure seems to sing very loudly at a lot of sporting events. You've heard it, Rob. It's played it. It's played it so, everywhere. I, maybe there's something there. That's interesting. Maybe there's something there. I, it, I mean, it's twenty. It's almost twenty years. I guess two thousand four. Hot yeah. Fuzz came out. So, so we're at nineteen years of Mr. Brightside, and yeah, there are some college football stadiums where the whole crowd sings along to it in between quarters. It's not going away. The Killers have had a nice little renaissance the last few years. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I can see that. I, it's it's had incredible staying power. A lot of that stuff from that era has not stuck around. Mm. I've never heard that comparison before, mm-hmm. but I you're, okay. you're 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 selling me on this. And she's touching his chest now. Yeah. See, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> lots of people in Baltimore are telling me that I should pull for the Rangers because. They eliminated the Orioles. I can't bring yeah. myself to that. I don't care at this point. If they, I mean, I, I don't care about that. I care about the series. I think the series is un- unbelievable. And I'm pulling for the Astros just because that was my plan from the very beginning. In case the Orioles are eliminated, the Astros are still there. I'm a Dusty Baker guy. And I can't help but just fall in love with the way that Philadelphia Phillies team plays. Yeah. <laughs> they look unstoppable. And now I'm saying that the Phillies look unstoppable, and I realize there is a team on the other side of the postseason that has not lost a game in the postseason, the Rangers you mentioned. 
Texas is seven and zero. Yeah, and I still don't feel like anybody has a shot to beat the Phillies. I mean, they just they just seem they've got the best lineup left in the postseason. Yeah, they have the best starting rotation I think left in the postseason. We'll see what Scherzer brings at his return. I'm a little skeptical. Uh, I think they have the best bullpen left in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Now they may not have the best defense left in the postseason, but what they sure do have is by far, not even close, the best home field advantage in the postseason, maybe in the majors right now. So I don't really know how you beat them other than mm-hmm. baseball is weird and sometimes teams just go into funks for five games or three games like the Orioles obviously did offensively in games one and three. Uh, the Phillies just look like an absolutely unstoppable wagon. They just have the best vibes of anybody in the yes, game they do. right now. Yes. Again, I know Texas is seven and zero, but the Phillies just seem like they 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 can't be touched. The Phillies just seem like dudes just playing baseball. There's a bunch of dudes out there playing. I like their celebrations. Yeah, they're yeah. T- I, I mean, they're look, they're they're good dudes. They're they're well paid dudes. They're experienced dudes. But I don't know the the vibes on this team are just off the charts right now. The crowd is off the charts. Um, they got close last year, and clearly they, they have some motivation to finish the job this season. I just look at their lineup. Their lineup is absolutely loaded. They have power, experienced starting pitchers. And I think that everybody's weakness catches with them at some point. And I, I, again, I know the Rangers are 7-0. I don't, the Rangers could sweep the American League. I get that. At some point, I really think the Rangers bullpen is going to catch up with them. It hasn't yet. Bochy's done a marvelous job. But at some point, if the Rangers play the Phillies, well, I think the Rangers bullpen would, would finally catch up with them then. And they may not get there because the Astros have been so good on the road. We'll see. But I just think the Phillies are primed to get everybody's weakness. I can seeing the teams like the Braves, Dodgers, Orioles, and Rays all knocked out. You have an 84-win team in the Diamondbacks still standing somewhat. Um, do you think the MLB will take a look at the this, this playoff format that they have now? Maybe I don't think they'll ever eliminate games, but add teams, add, just change it around? I don't think it'll be for a few years, guys, to be honest. With you. I, I think they're going to wait because you can reasonably say this year, well – Look at the Braves versus the Phillies, right? The the Phillies have been playing like a 100-win team for the last few months, and the Braves' starting rotation was pretty banged up. The Dodgers, Diamondbacks, the Dodgers' starting rotation, obviously very banged up. Kershaw was awful in game one. So neither of those two teams come into the postseason full strength pitching-wise. The Rays, also a really banged up team. I know they just didn't play well, but ton of injuries, McClanahan hurt, Springs, Rasmussen, those guys are all hurt. Some key bats that had just come back from injury or that were hurt. And the Orioles, you, you don't have the injury excuse, but you know the reality with the Orioles is they just got two poor starts from starting pitchers. And um, they had a couple of off nights offensively. I think Brandon Hyde was really happy to get the days off. I think if Brandon Hyde had to do it again, he would say, I'd, I'd still take the rest because you had – three starting pitchers in that series who were all at career highs in innings. And so I think he was happy to get them the rest. 
And he was happy to get the bullpen arrest. So I don't, I don't know that you can say any of those teams lost because of the layoff. But the fact that it all happens in the same year, yeah, and, certainly and, raises your eyes, you know, and, or raises your eyebrows. And Kevin, you brought that up about Brandon Hodge. Everyone is a, 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 the assumption that they weren't happy with the rest. All the talk that we heard leading up to that was how they were looking forward to the time off, especially from the players. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the offense wasn't wasn't hitting well going into the series. I think they had scored something like two, two and a half runs a game in their last two weeks going into the playoffs. So I, I thought this was a rare scenario where the, the rest was good for one team. They just, look, Texas is really good too. I mean, Texas had a better run differential than the Orioles did throughout the year. They they had some bad luck, but they were just as good as the Orioles. And I I think if this happens a couple more years, then we have to really start considering it. You know, last year the the teams with the bye went two and two, and one of those was Houston. They won the whole world, the whole World Series, the whole thing. Uh, this year the teams went one and three. All right, so you're three and five in two years. I don't think they're going to consider it until maybe let's say 2026. Give it four or five years. Yeah, Kevin, see where we're at. Is there any chance that Creed could take the Rangers higher? Um, so, if they got to the World Series, uh, I think the 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 creed, the power of creed, is about the only thing that can defeat the Phillies right now. Oof. You know, <laughs> with with arms wide open, the oh. Rangers will be dancing into the World Series. I, I mean, is this insane? Have we all gone insane? Yeah. <laughs> you guys all 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 are you know familiar with the work of creed, right? Yes. Apollo yeah. more for Rob. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, oh, yeah. Or, or the Cologne. I, mean, we'll have... <laughs> I know the Cologne creed yeah. also. <laughs> so, you know, the Apollo was a good pull. If it's Rangers-Phillies, it will be Creed versus Creed. Yeah, there you go. Um, boy, uh, boy, do I want to hate that because Creed was objectively <laughs> horrible bad, but it's actually, it's actually pretty funny. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Kevin, uh, baseball's over. Where can we hear or see you again? You any work anytime soon? Uh, I got a little bit of time off here, and then I will be uh, back to the uh, basketball world pretty soon. So, Good. Did, did you just Probably say, hey, lazy, when you're getting back to work, Rob? Is that what you just said? You said what? Hey, lazy, when you're getting back to work? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said to you, Kevin. That's messed up, man. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. I deserve it. I'm not doing anything, you know? Um, no, it's weird. I, 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 I kind of don't know what to do with myself right now. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Kevin, thanks right. a lot, my friend, for your time this, this morning. Well, as you guys know, I've got a lot going on, so <laughs> happy to squeeze it in. All right. Thanks a lot. That's Kevin Brown, voice of the Baltimore Orioles. 410-583-1057. I'm going to have to listen to that show, that uh, song during the break that you're talking about. Joe has right. the encore. Mr. You don't want to miss it. Also, find out what we learned today on The Fan. 6.02 in the a.m., Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. <laughs> what? You watching the old man with his microphone? <laughs> what did he do? What did he do? He, he tried do? to push it. I Don't just call say it. The old man. Leave it alone. 
We just had a conversation about that. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> what? No, I'll tell you during the break. It has nothing to do okay. with you. <laughs> no, but what I was saying was Ed's over there working with his machine, and he got the machine to come on, but then the microphone started bouncing back and forth and hitting him in his face. <laughs> What's the machine? The computer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, boy. Let me look at Joe now. Joe was angry. No, I don't know angry. if you should turn your back to him. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I should just talk to you today. Yeah, how's that going to work out for you? <laughs> but he pushed the mic down and went <laughs> He always has the sound effect. He does that. <laughs> and as you all heard, that's the encore from Goodbye. six. Oh, two. Yeah. That's how the show began. By the way, Joe, thanks for that because Ed apparently had forgotten about yeah. that and then just gave me the meanest effing look I think I've ever seen. I was someone. just about to say, I think Joe wants you to get your ass whipped today. What a jerk. <laughs> Not you, Ed, Joe. He forgot about it. Joe, he's the pot stirrer. People don't yeah. understand that. He is the ultimate pot stirrer and habitual line stepper. Yes. <laughs> he is. And a line he won't cross. You just won't tell everybody about it. Stirs the pot, watches it blow up. He's on the other side of the street watching it burn. What you got going on today, Edward? Uh, me and a buddy taking a friend to lunch for birthday. Um, that's about it, I think. I have a busy week. Today's not one of the busy. I have TV, obviously, after this, and lunch. And it's a busy morning, but not the rest of the day. I'm going crazy. Seriously, it's just that, that I told you the other day, it's that in-between time for me. But baseball's over and basketball hadn't started yet. Mm-hmm. It's getting dark at 4.30. <laughs> and I'm just pounding my head against the wall. Yeah, the whole dark, early darkness. It's, 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 yeah. For those of you who don't know, yes, I struggle with it badly. This is that time of year where I'm losing my mind. I can't. I don't like short days. It really, really bothers me. More than you know. It Don't like it. Don't like it. Yeah. Yesterday it was 4.30. I felt like it was 7.30. It was weird. Uh, I don't know if it was yesterday or maybe the day before where it just felt real. No, it was yesterday. It, it was, was yesterday. It was dark, and I'm like, damn, what time is it? It was 4.30, about 4.30. felt like 7.30. And I'm like, my day's over, but it's not. It's only 4.30. And it's the, the, the way it's messed up is like my body is telling me it's 4.30, but the day is telling me it's 7.30. Mm-hmm. And for me, there's a there's a... I go through the same routine as I wind down. So for me, psychologically, I don't know whether to wind down or keep it moving. In the summer at 4.30, man, I'm I'm hitting my second stride. Oh, absolutely. And now it's like, man, what am I going to do? I need basketball in my life. I, need, I never told you this. I got into basketball when I was diagnosed with seasonal depression. A guy at my church down in South Carolina recommended. He said, do something with you. He said, coach basketball. I'm like, man, I don't know about about coaching basketball. I'm a baseball and football coach. And he taught me into coaching uh, at the YMCA, a team. And 30 years later. Is it fun to stay at the YMCA? It's, it's fun to stay, yeah. It is. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. <laughs> so were you, you were the cop in the YMCA? Because I know like you I were. I was the cop. In, yeah, okay. I was the cop. Was yes, I was. Hey. <laughs> Now, listen, Ed, you know about this phrase, community-oriented policing. Yeah. Remember that? Mm -hmm. That was during the boom of because you had the Grady Crime Bill and all of that. So that was during community-oriented policing boom in the 90s. Yeah. I would literally, they would literally allow me to come off the streets to coach if we had a game. So that'd be be times I'm on the sidelines, Jeremy, (laughs) 
and my police uniform, coaching. <laughs> I was a community policing sergeant in Greenwich Village when I was 25 years old. Yeah. I was supposed to, I had to stop in at every business owner in the neighborhood, make sure the cops stop it in and keep uh-huh. it. How do you think that worked out for everybody? <laughs> How many businesses did you not get to? Oof. Yeah. Ah. At 25? New it York. was unbelievable. New York. Eight, unbelievable. Eight million stories. That's how many you have. <laughs> so that's, that's that. But anyway, that's how I got the basketball coaching, man. And it's worked for me ever since then. What you got today, Jeremy? Uh, no, I had a doctor appointment, but it just got canceled. Canceled. Doctor, doctor don't want to see you. Huh? No, he didn't want to see me. Uh, so my wife's back uh, from vacation. So we'll uh, we'll probably have dinner tonight, well, and I think she goes right back to work. No, you didn't get that text. But yeah, so she's she had, she had a conference. No, she went to see the balloons. How the balloons? The balloons. Yes. In New Mexico. Did she bring any back? Oh. No. Oh, hot air balloons. Yeah. Okay. She I was supposed you. to go up in a hot air balloon, but it was too windy the day that she was supposed to go. I believe. Now, it's time for you to find out what we learned today. What we learned today, Ed Norris. On this date in 1912. How old were you? I was young. See? Jack Johnson was arrested for violating the Mann Act, which was previously called the White Slave Traffic Act. He was locked up for transporting a white woman across state lines for immoral purposes. Um, He fled the country. He was sentenced. He fled the country for seven years, was fighting in Europe. Uh, and then eventually came back and served his, uh, his one-year sentence at Leavenworth. He was basically arrested for sleeping with a white woman, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the whole, I'm I, just glad they don't do that now. Me too. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two-man show. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he, yes, he was. That's what it was. He, he is one of the key figures in the civil rights movement, in my opinion, in this yeah. country. But anyway, he was actually pardoned in 2018 by President Trump, and um, which I didn't know was actually instigated by Sylvester Stallone. Trump pardoned him? Yeah. Hmm? This Jack Johnson sounds like a great boy. <laughs> sounds like a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> He liked his music, right? <laughs> Banana pancakes. <laughs> uh, we we'll learned today. Today, Jeremy is National No Beard Day. So you're violating all kinds of uh, no beard, no beard, hmm. no beard. Okay. Yeah. Also, National Chocolate Cupcake Day. Don't wink at me. What are you talking? Don't wink at me. <laughs> Why are you winking at him? I didn't wink at I him. Because I said chocolate cupcake. He's been a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of weirdo over there. All right, a couple of birthdays of sports. Mike Ditka celebrating a birthday today. Martina Navratilova, I like to say her name, Navratilova, yes. her birthday today. Tommy Hitman Hearn celebrating a birthday today. Uh, Red Sox manager Alex Cora celebrating a birthday. That is the man, Alex, right? Not yeah. Joey. Alex Cora. Lindsey Vaughn celebrating a birthday today. Former Major League Baseball player Joanna Cespedes celebrating a birthday today. And Brittany Griner. Celebrating the birthday today. And former Baltimore Oriole relief pitcher, Alan Mills, celebrating a birthday today. What you got over there, Con? Yeah, um, it's a fact. Taller people 
Sleep longer in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Three weeks ago, I sent my hearing aids in for repair. Haven't heard anything since. (laughs) Some of these are just so bad. Um, My boss said to me, you're the worst. You know what? Anyway, I'll, I'll finish it. My boss said to me, you're the worst train operator ever. I said, how many trains have you derailed in the past year? I'm not sure. It's hard to keep track. And probably my favorite one today. My wife told me, don't get upset if someone calls you fat. You're much bigger than that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Vinny and Hetty up next. We'll be back tomorrow because what day is tomorrow, Ed? Friday, babe. Right here on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.